0: The Green Solution, which has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. Get on your phone right now, go to their website, mygreensolution.com, order your flour, concentrates, edibles, and topicals online, and head to the closest Green Solution for pickup. Use the code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase.
1: On the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three... It's good, with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is
0: sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores.
1: J.D. Page. Or Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low, Hornung, dump. And here come the students. Leading by 10, here's Van Pelt. He's at the five, touchdown Colorado State.
0: What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the BSN Rams podcast. I am your host, Justin Michael. Uh, first day of P.A.D.S. today. It's going to be an interesting podcast. We are going to talk about media day, talk about fall camp, the first couple of days of fall camp and what we're thinking so far, The uh, evaluate the team from a strength and conditioning standpoint, and also going to play you guys a... A little bit of an interview that I had with redshirt senior wide receiver Brendan Fulton today. He is a local kid, grew up in Greeley, uh, decided between Fort Collins and Greeley, ended up picking CSU. His brother went on to play at Northern Colorado. So it's a fun interview. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I'm excited to play it for you guys. But, you know, first we are just going to talk about kind of the – general vibe from from what went down today on media day it's always interesting because you know you have a lot of people that come up and they don't normally cover the team you know they're from mostly from denver i'm not calling out any outlets specifically or anything like that but you get a let's just say a lot of questions that that don't need to be asked because they've already been asked from Guys like me and Kelly Lyle and Colin Bernard, but you know what? What are you gonna do? You got it's just part of the business. You gotta let them ask their questions too and make it so that the pressers last thirty minutes long. But it is what it is. They obviously want the Denver, all of the you know the TV and the radio and everybody to come up. So it's it was good to see them today. Um, I'm sure we'll see them at the showdown. Maybe one other time this year. I don't don't know. But anyways, kudos to Kyle Neves and Mike Brohard for... It really was a smooth event. It was probably the the smoothest media day event that I've been a part of in the couple years that I've covered the team. They allowed us to get one-on-one interviews with players, which is always great. It's just... I can't stress enough how frustrating it is to, you know, try and get a couple of, you know, important sequence of questioning in with somebody... And you're just shouting over people, cutting each other off, and it's awkward for you, it's awkward for the interviewee, but not today because of Brohard and Kyle. We got to have those one-on-one interviews, and that was great, so thank you to them. Thank you for providing breakfast, as, as you guys have all been able to see on Twitter. Camp's been starting extremely early. I've been getting to campus around 5.50 every morning. Uh, perks of that, obviously, are you don't have to deal with the heat. Bobo actually wants the players to deal with some heat, and they're going to be transitioning to afternoon practices here after a couple of days once the players finish up school. But it was a, it was a great media day. I had a really good time talking to everyone. I had, a, I had a good time seeing my friend Ryan Green from CBS4. If you don't follow him, he's the best video guy that I know. His, his Broncos vlogs are legendary. He's an epic dude. He's actually going to be on the podcast pretty frequently this fall, and I'm looking forward to it. Always great to see Greeny. Also, great to see Tara and Ally from BSN who came up, and they created some really fun video content that's going to be released over the next month or so. So, you know, as as we get closer to the season, we're going to have more video content. We're going to have more podcasts. Way more written content. I got about 65 minutes of audio to transcribe through, so that I can get some pieces for you guys over the next couple of days. So, you know, if you're not subscribed to BSN Denver, now is definitely a great time to do so. If you use the code BSN, or I'm sorry, if you use the code GORAMS, all one word, you get a free t-shirt right now, plus a discount on our yearly rate, so definitely great time to subscribe. Again, that's GORAMS. Um, yeah, like I said, later we're going to get into that interview. Um, I'm going to give just kind of my thoughts on wh- how I see this team after a couple of days. Uh, But we're going to go to break real quick. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American Amber Ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, They are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you that have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP, and have a good time. Welcome back, guys. As I said earlier, it was the first day of full pads. Finally, it just means we're that much closer to real football. Uh, you know, I've I've kind of tried to kind of you know I've I've said multiple times over the last few days that you have to take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt at the beginning of camp because you know everyone's always excited to be back for football. Everyone is always pumped up those first couple of days but once the once the real pads go on it's a whole different animal i i don't want to downplay the fact that i do think the vibe of the team is a whole lot better basically everybody i've talked to has alluded to that including coaches and players so i do think it is better i don't want to completely dismiss the last couple of days because it's been nothing but but you know encouraging words from the staff but like i said once the pads get on it's a whole different animal but one thing that i think csu fans should be excited about is this team does look stronger and faster than they were last season a lot of credit goes to joseph corasio i might have pronounced his last name wrong if so i sincerely apologize the players refer to him as coach joey so that's what i am going to refer to him as just you know for to make it a little easier. He took over for Ryan Davis, who is now at the University of Maryland. Ryan was here for multiple years. Um he was like he was always a good dude to me. I don't I don't I don't you know, I didn't know him that well. We don't get to talk to the assistants as much as we would like to. But Ryan was a he was very active on the sidelines. Um he would do the turnover belt and stuff like that. But He's no longer here. Everybody has been really hyped about what Coach Joey is bringing to the program and the things he's doing for the team's strength. One of the things that Bobo mentioned to me today at Media Day that really jumped out was the fact that at the end of last season, there wasn't a single defensive back on the roster that weighed more than 200 pounds. At the D1 level, that's absolutely insane. Both starting safeties right now are definitely over 200 pounds, Logan Stewart and Jamal Hicks, so that's encouraging. I think some of the other cornerbacks are close to it as well, so by the time the season starts they probably will be lingering around that, but just the fact that they're bigger and stronger is encouraging. Um, you can't really make strides as a player, you know, if you're not getting bigger, if you're not getting stronger, it's hard to get more explosive, it's hard to, to really, you know, pass the talent around you because everybody's athletic, everybody's talented, and you I don't want to necessarily take shots at Ryan, but based on what, how much everybody's talking about Coach Joey, it, it just doesn't sound like Ryan Davis was doing as good of a job getting the players to where they needed to be. And, you know, based on how the program has kind of regressed over the last couple of years, I think that would definitely make sense because, you know, Bobo keeps bringing in these supposed top recruiting classes don't get me started on how much, you know, the recruiting rankings annoy me and that whole process it doesn't make any sense, but nonetheless if you're if you're recruiting well and you're bringing in these top rated recruiting classes, why aren't they getting bigger and stronger? Why aren't they developing after they get on campus? And a lot of that goes on the strength and conditioning staff cuz you know, you can you can look at what the position coaches are doing and the coordinators and Bobo himself. But as I said before, if you're not making strides physically, it's, it's, it's tough to get better. And so I'm, I'm interested to see like how big of a difference this actually makes. It's one thing to see it in camp. Obviously guys are practicing well, but does this actually translate out on the field? That's to be determined. But definitely been a theme of the early stage of camp is how much the everyone is just feeling good about the fact that they're bigger and stronger. Jancic mentioned today. He feels like it's giving the guys a little bit of a chip, kind of just like they're playing with some swagger out there, and that would make sense. We've all been to the gym and, you know, got the pump going, and then you flex a little bit in the mirror and you feel like you could run through a brick wall. I gotta imagine it's a similar situation out there in football. Folks, I'm not comparing myself to a D1 athlete. I know I don't, I couldn't do that, but have a little bit of fun with me. Anyways, I'm gonna be interested to see, like, how this team progresses with full pads. We get to watch a full practice in about a week. I'm really excited for that. Once we get to, to you know, see a full practice, we're gonna get a better idea of who the starting five are going to be for the offensive line. What guys are gonna compete at wide receivers, especially you know the three, four, five, the tight ends, are they gonna be a multi tight end team? Are they gonna use two backs with premise a lot? I imagine so. So yeah, we're gonna find out. A lot of stuff about like that over the next couple weeks. As of right now, I really feel like if you know if you had to lean on something, this team would definitely probably try and lean on the ground game because I think they've got a really really talented running back in Marcus McElroy. You have another veteran in Marvin Kinsey who he needs to continue to earn the trust of the coaching staff. It's kind of something he's lost over the last couple of years. I talked with him today. He you know claims that. He's learned from these past couple of seasons, and he's ready to be the guy. It's to be seen, though, because <laughs> Bobo joked even today that Marvin is a guy that's always in his doghouse. He's, he's liked how hard that he's been working in camp, said that Marvin had a really good day today in full pads, but he he's looking for consistency out of him. He's looking, you know, to just for maturity. He's a kid who's maybe struggled to grow up at times over the last couple of seasons, but... Hopefully he gets there this year. I'll be you know I'll be rooting for him to do well. It was it was exciting to see him do well as a freshman and then always tough to see a young guy tear their ACL. I think the metal, the mental hurdle that comes with that, especially as a running back, someone who has to rely on being able to make one cut and go is something that most of us would never be able to comprehend. So I am hoping that he's able to turn things around this senior season, and on a high note, I'm sure most of Ram's country is as well. Uh, But yeah, as I said before, we're going to get to the Brendan Fulton interview in a little bit. I'm going to play some of that audio for you. Also, going to talk about, uh, you know, a few other things regarding CSU football, CSU women's basketball, that kind of stuff. But we are going to take just a quick moment. Rams football is back. The wait is over. It's time for fall camp, and we're giving you the best deal that we've run since we went to the free t-shirt format with subscriptions. But it won't last long. Here's the deal. If you use the code GORAMS, you will get our annual package for $34.99, which not only is a $10 discount off our current annual package, but it comes out to $2.91 per month, which is almost 50% off our standard monthly price. But it's not just about the discount. You're also getting a free premium Rams t-shirt, which is a $27 value. You get to have your comments read on this podcast. You get all of our exclusive content on bsndenver.com, And if you don't like reading, but you want the inside details, subscribers get all of our Broncos written stories in audio form, meaning we read all of our written content to you. And then, of course, there's our film reviews, game grades, and just being part of the BSN Rams community. So go to bsndenver.com or download the app and use the promo code GoRams, all one word, to join the family today. Alrighty guys, we are going to get to that Fulton interview in just a second, but before that I just wanted to kind of go over a few other things that that are going on in CSU, just on the CSU Rams beat. This is a segment that we call what's happening in Agland. Starting first, Colorado State picked up its third verbal commit for the 2020 recruiting cycle. Uriah Green, 6'3", 288-pound offensive guard out of Mallard Creek, North Carolina. He verbally committed to the Rams on Twitter. I have a quick, you know, a brief write-up about that over on the site. Definitely check it out to find out more about Uriah Green, CSU's third verbal commit of 2020. You know, recruiting, you'll get some commits here and as they get closer to the season, some guys that'll commit before the high school season starts, but it'll pick up more, you know, as we get closer to the early signing period in December. CSU signed 15 guys in December last year. I imagine they'll be aiming to match that, or, I mean, scholarship totals matter, so we'll, we'll see what they're at scholarship-wise. But I'm sure that they'll be looking to be around that again this year. Along with that, CSU women's basketball recently released their schedule. The Rams will open the year with an exhibition against CSU Pueblo. They will then play their first regular season game against Shannon State. The uh, most intriguing game on the schedule is a trip to Tennessee. They will face the Lady Volunteers on December 11th, a uh, chance for the Rams to face one of the premier programs in women's basketball, definitely cool opportunity for them to get to play in one of the, you know, the really iconic hoops Arenas in the country, so I'm sure Ryan Williams and his ladies are looking forward to that. Definitely a difficult season for them last year, but they will try and rebound from it. But as I said before, here is that Brendan Fulton interview. You're a you're a local kid. What does it mean to you to actually have you know worked into a position to where you know you can play you can contribute for
1: this team yeah it's incredible incredible. Uh, I actually just got that question earlier but uh, I remember being like a senior in high school and coming to Colorado State games and just thinking like this is incredible it's something I want to be a part of and at that point in time it was something I never thought I'd be capable of doing so then just to make it this far and being a local kid playing big time division one football just 45 minutes away from your parents' house it's a it's so special. I never forget to count my blessings for that.
0: Did you ever consider going to Greeley?
1: I did, yeah. I remember I had a sit-down meeting with their coaches, and um, it basically came down to here or there, and I remember my brother, so he went and played football there. And I thought, I've met with these okay. coaches too, and both of them were possible walk-on opportunities, and I just figured, like, this is gonna be the best fit for me. So my brother went to Greeley, I came here, and about two or three years ago, we played each other uh, at back at Hughes mm-hmm. Stadium. And, uh, yeah, I, I got the opportunity to play here and just never looked back.
0: You're one of the few guys that's been around, you know, four or five years now. You've yeah. experienced a lot of change. Yeah, I have. What's it like in that wide receiver room now with no Alvis?
1: Yeah, um, first of all, big props to Coach Witted. He was he – was, I got so close with him. First day I even came here, I met him. And um, he was one of the best coaches I've ever been around. So I was really nervous for the coaching change when he got the opportunity to go to the Packers. But um, Coach Cox has been lights out incredible. I can't even, if there's gonna be a coaching change where he, someone else comes in, I'm glad it's him. Because there's definitely different coaching styles, but um, Coach Cox is all business, gets down to it, and uh, makes sure that we're confident when we go, that, go out there and we know what we're doing. Now, I've
0: heard from a couple guys now that say Joe Cox might be like the most prepared coach they've ever been around. There's not an aspect that he overlooks.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I remember I was talking with Trey about that and uh sorry just one second no, get out of here bro get out of here um yeah we were talking about uh special teams and which coach should uh be responsible for which special team and he said I want coach Cox to do all of it and I was yeah. like you know I agree and then I started thinking like if I was in like a business or a corporation or something, who I want on my team for like a special project, and it's Coach Cox because the way he conducts his meetings and uh, presents information he's, he's a genius with the stuff that he presents and uh, he's just someone you want on your team, you want on your coaching staff Would you be surprised if he doesn't go on to become a
0: head coach someday?
1: I would absolutely be surprised, he has everything it takes to be a head coach, all the head coaches I've been around um, Coach Cox is the one that I can totally see him taking that next step. And, and he's so young right now, I wouldn't call this a stepping stone for him at all. But obviously, he's got bigger goals and aspirations. So uh, I'd be really surprised if he wasn't at a coach one day.
0: Individually, what's your biggest goal for yourself in your last season?
1: Um, you know, I just want to contribute in any way I can to help the team win. And that sounds kind of cliche, but I'll do anything they're asking me. You know, I, I, I started on all special teams last year, and I was starting on offense in the spring. So I'm just hoping that like wherever they need me, wherever they need to put me, I'll be able to do it to the best of my ability, hopefully when some ball games. do You
0: know, if you guys if you make a bowl game this year after everything you had to go through last year and I'm injured at the beginning of this year, yeah. is it gonna mean a little bit more than maybe some of those other ones?
1: Absolutely, because when I first came in, we went to a bowl game every single year. It was just, it was the norm. It was just kind of, we go to, we went seven games to go to a bowl game. So after winning three games last year, not going to a bowl game, it we was shocking So, finding a way to uh, go to a bowl game this year is going to be huge, especially for my last season. I'm kind of. Reversing the culture from last year and getting the ones on the board. Speaking of culture, it seems like
0: through these first five days, everyone's a good attitude. Bobo's been pleased with everybody's efforts. It just seems like everyone's more together. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, um, team chemistry is definitely higher, but I'd say team accountability. Accountability. Uh, yeah, that's that's where uh, the culture changes happen. It, uh, coach bubble implemented this accountability program throughout the whole offseason it's still going on right now. So we found a way to uh, really hold each other accountable and uh, always do what's expected and really change the culture here at CSU. Does
0: it do you think does it mean a little bit more when you get called out like by another player? Do you think it like just it kind of I don't know like you're going to react a little bit better because it's like whoa like yeah. my teammates are calling me. Yeah, and especially
1: especially with like the leaders Both of the team. Yeah, you can head that Especially with like the leaders of the team, you know who they are, and if someone's trying to hold you accountable, and they say, "Hey, that's not the standard," it, you kind of hear it, It's more loud and clear than a coach just kind of harping on you, you know. So, having it come from the players instead of the coaches uh, is really helping change the culture here.
0: What's the ceiling for Colin Hill?
1: As he is he in the NFL? Um, absolutely, he's like I've gotten that question a lot. He's the best quarterback that I've ever been around. Um, he's one of my best friends. He's my roommate right now, so. We've gotten really close, and he's had a lot of setbacks and just unfortunate bad luck situations. So um, I, I, I don't see a ceiling for him, honestly. He's, he's incredible the way he composes himself, his work ethic, and he's, he's one of the greatest football players I've ever seen, honestly. Thank you, man. Yes, sir.
0: Thanks again to Brendan for taking the time to do that interview with me he had to do a few one-on-ones before he, you know, took some time to talk with me, and he was incredibly gracious the whole time, May, you know, made an effort to give me thoughtful responses. It's something that I, that I always appreciate. I know it's hard for the players. There are times where they don't want to talk to us. They want to get out of there. I get it. So when guys are willing to work with us, it, it obviously makes our job a whole lot easier, and I definitely appreciate him for doing so. Uh, we're going to Wrap things up here. Uh, it's been a first, you know. It's been a fun first couple of days of fall camp, but now that these pads are on, it's it's going to be a different animal. I think everybody has, you know, they not necessarily like high expectations, but they have they they're going to demand more than we saw last year. That was one of the more difficult seasons of the last decade. So, Ram fans are definitely looking for more out of their team this year. You know, if if they can get to where they need to be over the next couple of weeks, have a nice showing against CU in Arkansas, maybe upset one of those teams. Who knows? You can go to non-conference play with a little bit of swagger. Obviously going to be a difficult task with Arkansas on the road. Really, I mean, to upset an SEC team at all was a pretty, pretty impressive feat, but to do it in back-to-back years would be something else. A win over CU would be big as well. Last time in Denver... David, senior quarterback, and Stephen Montez, a lot of talent. Katie Nixon, LaVisca Chennault might be the best overall wide receiver in college football, aside from my guy, Alabama, Jerry Judy. But yeah, definitely going to be fun. The foundation starts over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have a lot of video content, written content, and podcasts coming out. Make sure you keep up with BSN Rams for all of it. As always, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.